You are now listening to Unconscious Conscious Radio. So what's up, family? What's going on out there? Are y'all God or are you good? You know, so I have a topic that I've been thinking about all this week. And I ain't going to lie, you know, I only got a couple hours of sleep. So bear with me. Bear with me today. <laughs> but uh, we, we're, we're going to get it. So this topic is actually an interesting topic. It's a topic that we all know of. Some people don't think about it. Some people do think about it all the time. They dream about it. It's one of their goals, something they want to do. And it, this topic has everything to do with having the title of being married. So marriage, what is that exactly? And what type of things do we see or go for when it comes to being married? Why do people get married? What are some of the occult symbolisms and signs when it comes to marriage? Is marriage just a contract, a piece of paper, like people say? You know, those are some of the things I want to dive into this 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 second episode of Unconscious Conscious Radio. So let's get to it. All right, so marriage to me is nothing like how it used to be way, way back in the day when we were into tribes, you know. Um, Sometimes when we think about a tribal marriage, uh, what people know is they are married in. It has a lot to do with with, with families, and families will uh, marry their daughters or, or sons to another family, so... It it was more. It sounds like it was always a strategic thing, and and it was something to better the family, better the tribes. So I don't think it has anything to do with love. Maybe it has something to do with economics or power, you know. So that's that's when money come in, um, possibly. So did did they do it just for money, or is it this just a whole strategic thing? Now, I know today you do have some people doing it for money. You do have some people doing it for love. And some people are just doing it just to do it. It sounds good. It sounds good just to say I have a wife or a husband or just tired of, you know, sleeping around and and things like that. Or just just tired of being lonely. Can't see themselves with anybody else or they trust this person. So they just get it in. They just get married. Tired or not. I know I could tell you about what happened with me. When I got married, because I was married, I'm now divorced, but I was married. What happened with me was actually met a young lady. You know, we had a lot of things in common. You know, we we really we really hit it off. You know, we really clicked in the beginning. I like who she were, the the aura that she have, and I ain't gonna lie. A lot of times, you know, we be on our best behaviors when we first meet someone. You know, so <clears throat> what I've seen. In the beginning, I really like, and same vice versa. Probably what she's seen in the beginning, she really liked, you know. But anyway, um, I knew her for three months. We talking over the phone or whatnot, because it was actually a long distance relationship type of deal. So after the three months, I'm like, you know what, you know, really not getting that younger. I mean, we feeling each other, we dig each other, we have some of the same goals. Hey, why not? Why should we not just uh, try to not get married? 
So after three months, it's exactly what we did. You know, I gave her a ring, and we went down to the courthouse, and we got married. Now, you know, um, some people could say that was that was plain. That, that was out of love. You was in love. You got married. That's cool. And at the time, you know, it was cool. You know, it was the perfect thing to do. You know, my parents always taught me if you, because coming from a Christian family, they're like, if you want to have a sexual relationship with, with a person, you might as well marry them. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, for some reason, you know, today that sounds crazy to me. If you want to have sex with someone, you should marry them. You know, because um, be, it should be more than that. You know, because granted, guys think about sex almost every day, every second of the day, some people. So, does that mean they have to marry all these people? Anyway, so, um, or does that mean that they should marry all these people? But in, anyway, that's that's besides the point. So, I, I got married, and, um, you know, we, we started to see other things. You know, we started to see things in ourselves that, that we didn't like or we wasn't ready for. So, um down the line because we was only married for three years down the line it just got really toxic you know um and we end up ending it now i thought to myself about that whole thing because afterwards you know i don't think anything the same about marriage i don't really believe in you know getting married for just love because i really do feel that you can fall in love with anybody let me give you an example. So there's 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 the women that I know, or even men that I know, that uh, just because they've been around someone for a long time, um, or even they they just feel comfortable around the person at the time, you know, or anyone that you're around a lot, it's almost it's almost like impossible to not feel some type of way about the person. Some people may mistake it for love, or some people may genuinely be in love to these people. So I've seen women, you know, even it, it gets to the point where they're, they're getting um, beat on, and they still love this person. They literally can't see themselves with anyone else. And same vice versa with men, you know, uh, men getting, getting beat up on or getting used or whatever the case, but they still love this person, you know. So people fall in love with some of the wickedest, wickedest people that's that's out there, you know. So I gen- I generally think that, and I feel that you can fall in love with anyone if you give them the time of day. You're gonna have some type of feelings about them. Now, now for me, I've heard this probably countless of times, you know, growing up, you know, I could consider myself as a, a, a handsome guy, you know, to, to a lot of people. And um, there's been some women that actually, I, I heard the word love a lot, you know, women say, hey, I love you, you know, you know, sometimes like within a week or whatever, you know. So I thought to myself, like, what, what did that really mean? You know, should you actually be married to the people that you fall in love with, but then again, after love, then what? I look. I literally heard someone tell me that I don't. I don't care 
if we were in the cardboard box, you know, um, you know, that's that's how my love is for you. Like, it doesn't matter if we're poor or whatever. You know, I just want to be with you. And that's cool. <laughs> that's cute. But in my head, I'm like, yo, if I'm in a cardboard box with you and I allow that to happen, it's got to be something wrong with me. Like, it's got to be something wrong where it's it's impossible for me to love you because if I truly, truly love you, you wouldn't be in that cardboard box. You know what I'm saying? If anything, you'll be good and I'll be on the cardboard box. You know, it's, it's no way we both want to be on cardboard. And same vice versa. You know, the sister should, like, should be doing whatever to make sure that doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So literally just having love, just basing marriage off of love, it truly doesn't make any sense at all to me. But that's just me. But let's get into let's get into a few things about marriage and, and, and as far as the how society actually looks at how the law looks at it and some of the um, history on when how marriage really was back then compared to the certain terminology, certain traditions and things like that. Let's hop into that and then maybe you'll have a better understanding where I'm coming from. All right, so let's hop into some of the history of marriage and where it comes from. So, and where it comes from, actually, it comes from the church, the Catholic church, the word marriage. It stems from the name Mary, uh, the Virgin Mary, the Bloody Mary, you know, um, and that's pretty much where, where the name stems from. Now, it's a lot of uh, uh, symbol, symbolistic stuff that actually comes from that name, but we can get into that um, at another time. Um, now, marriage... Um, at least when marriage was mentioned in the Bible, it was mentioned in the first five books, but then only talked about polygamy. So it was really no monogamy or anything when it came to marriage, unless there it was talking about Adam and Eve there. But all the other uh, marriages in the first five books, it, it results to polygamy there. So I just wanted to just throw that out there really quick. But marriage, ultimately, um, it seems like even in the Bible, but even in real life, it was it was for a family or a tribe to um, to basically form an alliance. So either form an alliance uh, for for uh, a political stance or um, economics um, or any type of economic um you know, institution or political institution. So, uh, th- that was really the main thing when it comes to marriage. For example, if I were a part of a tribe and I, I was ready to get married, what my family would do is actually um, talk to another family about another uh, woman uh, of another family. And, you know, they meet together, they talk about, you know, either either political or economics and, and how would this be best for the family. And they'll decide it like that. So it has nothing to do with me actually even speaking to the woman. 
it's more like a family to family type thing. Let's 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 tie our families together, you know. So that and for me, that would be just a normal common custom. It it wouldn't faze me because it's something that those people at, at those times was actually used to. So that that was marriage back then. Now, um, further down the line, things started to change once the the church came into play. So it was basically, if I could say, the church versus the state. The state was really more into polygamy, and the church wanted to bring in monogamy. So, and this was also for political reasons and things like that. Now, in this time when the church came into play, that's when colonization was was on lands. That's uh, you're now living in a barbaric <laughs> uh, type of times. You know, um, when a lot of white people were just doing some wild things. You know, to women and 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 a lot of other stuff. So, you know, they wanted to make it uh, monogamy for for a political political reasons. Now, to mention, it actually took them nine centuries to successfully bring monogamy in. So it took them some time because, granted, I was saying, no, that's not going to work. So, but moving along, um, <clears throat> down the line, actually, when people started to marry for love and not political reasons or economics when they start to marry for love they became popular finally in the 18th century before then it was for something else um and keep in mind right before then it was very barbaric and i give you some examples because when you really break down um the traditions that we see even see today when it comes to marriage it kind of gives you an idea of what they was thinking back then now um, and I kind of see these traditions as more like a, a Masonic type of traditions but let me give you some examples um, well number one <coughs> excuse me number one wife actually means to tie down and of course it's it's not in a good way so it was more like to tie down and control that's technically what wife means and um back in the day before colonization what was the uh, correct term of of a spouse per se was actually a mistress now today we see mistress as a bad word but back then, mistress was a good word, which actually really mean uh, what we think of today as wife. But mistress is just uh, the the your 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 you know lack of better words. I want to say wife because that's all we know. But mistress was that was that person was was the one you know your your soulmate perhaps uh, mistress. And they also they also said things like. Concord. Of course, they didn't use the English language, but they used words that pretty much translate to mistress and concord. So, but moving along to some of the 
uh, traditions and kind of breaking that down. Now, what they did in those barbaric days, um, as far as the grooms and the groom and the bridesmen, what they would do to marry a woman, they would actually they would kidnap a woman and carry the bride over uh, a treadmill now from another tribe. So they were actually still a woman from a tribe. They would steal her, like really take her. You know, that's what a groom and bridesmen did. Now, the, the, <clears throat> the fellow tribes, or should I say the, the grooms and, and fellow tribes, uh, men with sword they would usually have their swords to the right so and the woman to the left and this is exactly what you see at a marriage that um, of course no swords but they'll have the woman to the left of them all the time but that represents you know what they did then of having their sword in the right hand and then the woman that they stole in the left hand. Now the reason why they would have the sword in the right hand because they were actually fighting off the tribes, you know, because they just took one of theirs, you know. So that's that's one of the uh, traditions there and where it comes from. Now moving along, um, so let me see here. Now, now after the groom successfully have taken the woman, or as now known as his wife, um, he takes her home and he actually hides her for a full month. And in this full month, he will perform, you know, sex with her. Now, to to procreate, of course. Now, the reason for the full month is because that's it takes a month for the moon to to have its full cycle. So, also, in this month, they will drink uh, alcoholic beverage. By the name, the look, excuse me, <laughs> a little tired. But alcohol beverage by the name of Med is M E A D. It's a drink Med, uh, and what that is is a fermented honey and water um, drink. And what it does is it increases fertility and even their sex drive there. So. Um, they did that for a month, and that was called the honeymoon. Uh, at least that's what we call it today. Now, full cycle for the moon, and then pretty much the honey drink. So, honeymoon. And that's pretty much where we get that term from, if you didn't know. So, and that's some of the uh, traditions uh, that, that we follow when it comes to marriage there. Um, now, if you think about that, 
I mean, would you truly look at marriage the same way? But let's let's hop into law at this point, because even even when we think about the contracts that we have to sign in order to get married versus what they had to do, even in texts like the Bible, where there was no contracts, no one actually went to the government. They just they just pretty much went straight to God. Thinking of Adam, think of Adam and Eve and everyone else that was married, so-called married in the Bible. Um, did they have any contracts? Did they have to go to the government, or, or what, what did that really mean to go to the government and sign contracts? So, there's this thing called common law marriage. And what that is, is say if you live with, say with, if a man actually, look, excuse me, say if a man actually lived with a woman and they live together, let's say they are in a relationship or even they're, they're not in a relationship, they don't have to be in a relationship, but if a man and a woman are living together for seven years or over, they would actually put you um, in a common law marriage legally. A lot of people don't know this and a lot of people don't know. Some people don't even know that they're in a common law marriage and so they go and look it up. So it's almost to the point when it comes to that because there's literally no difference when it comes to actually paying for it, going to the court and paying for marriage and the common law marriage because it's the exact same contract now what did I mean by contract when people say even say it's just a piece of paper and stuff like that so what a lot of um, people don't realize is anytime that you are signing your name away that means you you pretty much giving your your uh, especially if it goes to the court, if it goes through the court, you put you sign a t- certificate and you, you sign off on that. You're pretty much giving your 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 marriage status to the state, so the state could generate money off of you. So that's anytime that you think about money and you think about contracts. More, something should hit someone's mind that it has everything to do with business. So, it's similar to a partnership or having a partnership when it comes to a joint business. Now, with a joint business, if I start a business with someone, let's just say if we we decide to not have this business anymore, of course... I'm going to settle to get a certain percentage of what we made. Same like marriage. Now, let's just say if I wanted to get a divorce, which I have gotten a divorce, and I had to pay to get out of that contract, by the way, uh, a nice clean $300 is what I had to pay. I understand that other people pay more, or even just a little slight bit less 
but we had to pay $300 to get out of the debt contract and only had to pay about $20 to $30 to get in the contract. Now, um, so what, what happens when we, we, we do this? We really don't understand um, exactly what we're doing when it comes to our relationship. Because number one, you can't even have a divorce without paying your taxes. If you owe property taxes, they're not going to allow you to have a divorce. So ultimately, I would say it is a piece of paper when it comes to the marriage. If you don't know how to use it, it's just a piece of paper. Now, there are people that use it, and they use it like as they would use a business, rightfully so. Then there's other people that do it because they think that's what they should do, and they know nothing about it. You shouldn't do that if you don't know anything about it. Now... Me personally, I would never go to the state to get married. To me, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would I allow someone to make money off of me? Why would I allow that? And then why would I allow, or why would I even want them to be involved or be a middleman when it comes to something that's special to me and my spouse? There's ways that you can actually get married and have your own contracts if you want to do that. You can just get things signed and notarized. You know, you too can sign it. And you don't have to go to the court. You don't have to pay a thing if you want to get married. And this I'm talking on on just you and your spouse according to business. If you did have a business mindset, and you guys wanted to share things like uh, different businesses or different things of, of the home, uh, uh, land or real estate, things that you owe, I mean own, you can sign your own contracts. You don't have to go to the government. You can do it yourself. So I say all of that to say, what is the purpose of modern day Marriage, when you could do everything yourself, you could do everything yourself. So, at this point, I do want to talk about just what is the reason to get married? Are we out here getting married for the wrong reasons? You know, now I want to talk about this because we, we it's a high percentage of us. That's getting a divorce. High percentage of us that's not even married. Don't want to, don't even want to deal with it. You know, because of the court system. Because they, they feel wrong about it. Like, hey, you know, if I've been making money for this many years and someone come in and get married, let's just say I know we only married for a month or a year or less than two years, and then they get almost half of everything I own and I have my businesses for you know five to ten years prior it just doesn't make any sense so a lot of people don't get married and then you know the people some of the people that are married they can't afford getting the divorce so what are marriages like what, what, 
How are we looking at our relationships is what I want to speak about. Now, we should actually look at, look at relationships strategically. Because if we could fall in love with literally anyone, if we give them the time, why not just fall in love with the exact right people that's going to get us to where we need to go? When it comes to our goals, for example, say if you want to own a franchise, for example, now say if you just, you know, you have your business plan started to start the franchise or, or whatever the case may be, it's just not started yet, but you, you end up knowing a, a, a brother or a sister that actually specialize in entrepreneurship and part in the background, you know, it's a lot of noise raining out here. Yeah, but yeah, part in the background. But say if you do know someone that specializes in this, like, well, why not build with this person that can help you out with your goals? And then eventually, maybe you can fall in love with this person if if you guys are connecting like that. Because, of course, not everybody, you know, they have the same common goals as you, you can connect with, you know. Um, but then again, you can connect with people today and you could grow so much and have a disconnection in the future. Same vice versa. You can not have a connection and then have a connection later on. So it's re- it's really hard to maintain a relationship if you don't have a, a good foundation, something that's greater than love. So something has to be way greater than love. You know, for me... I would now use love as my law. That means anything that I do is going to be out of love for you. Even if I don't want to do it, it's going to be out of love because that's my law when it comes to this relationship. See, what I look for in a woman now, since I have a child... First, I look for someone that can actually be a great influence on my child, my daughter. Then I look for someone that has the the what, what we could both benefit someone if they have the entrepreneurship mindset along with me. Then. I can make things move faster than what I can do alone. For example, any business that's out there that's, that that starts, the first thing that they will hire, the first person that they will hire is more likely a secretary. Besides the housekeeping or, you know, genders, things like that. But they will hire a secretary. 
a secretary is a person that actually handles all the paperwork and handles the, the phone calls, customer service, stuff like that. Now, if I had a wife to actually do that for what what's known now as a family business or an empire, then like technically we we we're on the same page. Why not marry something like that? Why not have a relationship with someone like that? That can help you out with what you're doing. So if you look at it in the business perspective, build an empire type of perspective, where do love come in? Love should come in not first or not even second sometimes. Because a lot of times family comes second. It's kind of like what happened in the movie Black Panther how I forget her name but the sister that had a relationship with the guy that wanted to uh, that went against Black Panther T'Challa it was like are you going to uh, in the midst of war he said are you going to kill me my love it would say and she said for Wakanda Yes, but she didn't say, but I love you. But for Wakanda, for my people, for the family, you would die. So she put love last. She put love last when it comes to that relationship. Because she noticed that, and she knows that there's other things that come first. Before love, when you put love first, and that's your foundation, that could be cool for just some, but ultimately it doesn't work. You have to have something else to be your foundation and make love, you know, your your law, your your the icing on the cake. <coughs> love has to be the icing on the cake. Have to be the cherry on top. Love shouldn't be the whole thing at all when it comes to a relationship and even what's known as marriage. There's so many relationships that fail because they fall into a deep hole of just this feeling that they feel. It's all about. It's all about building an empire. You know, a good family structure, I should say. Because family comes second, and then love. So economics, like building your family, or building a nice structure is number one. And then just number two is family itself. You know, because my daughter is always going to come before my spouse so family comes second then love comes third you know so and really for me they all are on the same line so instead of living on a cardboard box how about I love you so much that we're never going to be on a cardboard box I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure this never happens how about that
Now, it's this book that someone wrote, and it's written by Ralph Richard Banks, I believe. Now, he mentioned it's marriage for white people. That's this is the title of the book. So, and the the agenda of this book is basically saying don't marry down marry out and what that means is when it comes to black women or black men well he was really talking about a lot of women when it comes to this book but when it comes to black women marrying black men because of how society is set up he says marry down he says, Mar- you're, you're marrying down when you, when you marry a black man because one out of four goes to jail. This is his st- statistics. One out of four go to jail. Um, now, women today are very successful. It's a lot of women are graduating college, having good jobs. Easy to hire. You know, white men will just eat black women up when it comes to, you know, what they want for their business. Facts. So when it comes to the education and success, black men don't line up at all. There's no match. And um, and pretty much just overall, just, just money, you know, having a certain amount of money. So Richard um, Banks, Ralph Richard Banks, is basically setting up an agenda. He, this is a black man, by the way. Setting up an agenda to, to to say don't marry down, marry out. So marry outside of your race is what he's saying. Married outside of your race. So this is a whole nother subject at this point. Now, if you are on a, a good family structure, for me... My bloodline is everything, especially when it comes to bringing the next generation in. So this is another reason why that love thing would come last for me, because I could like you, I could respect you. But if you are another race, I'm not going to build with you. And you can have everything that I need. Now, we could build on... um, another level but when it comes to you being my wife and me having children with you and things like that no it's not gonna happen so in today's society they are preaching love is love to me that's definitely not the case cause there's so many different agendas just by saying love is love so I brought that book up just to say we have to do better than to put our relationships just on love have to be more strategic we have to be more strategic when it comes to our thinking we have to do better for our families we can't just base it off of emotions have to be way more than that. 
We have to have more discipline when it comes to our strategies, teaching, especially when it comes to our family. There's no way it should be, it's no way it should be a lot of single women out there, single men out there. You know, that would never want to build with a woman or never want to build with a man. It's, it's, that shouldn't be going on. You know, granted, there's a lot of BS women and BS men out there. But <clears throat> a lot of the BS could be actually cut out if we all specify exactly what we're looking for when it comes to our relationships. Too many of us are hopping into relationships without having any type of business plan. Because we know now marriage is a business. So you have to create a business plan. You come to a table, you let them know exactly what you're looking for in a relationship. If they're not able to bring that, then move on. So you're supposed to come together with your plan. So we have to be more strategic. If you're just basing it off love, I guarantee you, you will fall in the statistics. There's so many people with unhappy marriages, the ones that still marry, all because they didn't base it off of something that they could build with. Yes, you can build with love, but if you don't have a business plan after that, if business don't come to play, building an empire, perhaps if you don't like to say words like business, building an empire, a strong family structure, perhaps if you don't have those plans set or any plans at all, any goals for your relationship and then even updates because people change then you're bound to fail you're walking on thin ice when it comes to your relationship so please please ladies and gentlemen be more strategic when it comes to your choosing do not settle for anything because like I said you can fall in love with anything if you're still on a vibration of love is love. You can fall in love with the worst person. Let's not be on that frequency. Let's be on a better frequency. So now since you know that, I hope we do better. Alright. My name is Osceola. This is Unconscious Conscious Podcast. Unconscious Conscious Radio. You have a great Wednesday. Have a good day. Peace and love. Strategize.